Welcome back to another episode of the OGCG podcast. Today we're talking to Dr. Perry Dyson, who will be discussing what happens straight after you have a baby and all things postpartum. Hi, I'm Dr. Perry Dyson. I work as a private obstetrician and gynaecologist in our team at Obstetrics and Gynaecology Consulting Group, and we look after patients at Francis Perry House, and I also have some public work at the Royal Women's Hospital and some other duties that I do in teaching students and trainees in obstetrics and gynaecology. Today I'm going to be talking about how women are cared for and what happens to women and babies and families after they've had a baby and in the first six weeks postpartum. All right, so the first question is how long are the OGCG obstetricians and team involved with a patient's care after birth? Well, routinely we are involved for about six weeks and at around six weeks we have a standard routine postnatal visit where we talk about quite a lot of things in more detail. Initially, patients are in hospital for four to five days following birth and then when they go home, they will get a call from the midwife after one to two weeks. That's a midwife from our clinic here at OGCG to check up on them. And of course they can call at any time if they've got any issues with their bodies or their recovery after giving birth. The next question that we have down is what happens to a patient immediately after a baby is born? And well, if a woman has a vaginal birth, then usually the baby goes straight onto the woman's tummy so she can do some skin to skin contact and we do delayed cord clamping which is allowing some extra blood to come up from the placenta to the baby until the cord is cut. And then the placenta needs to be born. And then if a woman needs to have some stitching done, then that's done. Meanwhile, the baby is just sitting on a woman's chest and smelling the woman and getting ready to breastfeed, if that's what the mother is planning. Over the first hour, a midwife checks the baby's temperature and checks that the baby's breathing okay of course and explains and helps the woman how to breastfeed and then after that is all done the baby is weighed and if the parents have elected for the baby to have the routine injections which is vitamin k and a hepatitis b vaccine then that will happen and then a woman will get up and have a shower and go up to the ward after, that, that's the postnatal ward, after two to four hours. If a woman has a planned or, a, or, a, or an emergency caesarean section, then after the baby is born, then I will hold the baby and allow some delayed cord clamping. Then the cord is cut by the assistant because it's all a sterile procedure. I then pass the baby to the paediatrician the baby is checked very briefly by the paediatrician and then again placed onto the mother's chest so she can do some skin to skin contact. Um, on, at this point, then I am delivering the placenta and sewing the lady's tummy up. While the baby is resting on the mum's chest, then I am sewing up the mother's abdomen and then she goes out to the recovery area where she has some observations checked, checks her bleeding and is helped to do a first breastfeed if she is just if she's planning to breastfeed. 
by the midwife and she spends about 30 to 60 minutes in the recovery area of the operating theatre before going up to the postnatal ward. What can women expect to happen with their bodies after birth? So after a baby's born, it's normal for women to get bleeding for four to six weeks. So it's usually heavy for the first few days to a week and then is quite light thereafter. People often will have some contraction-like period-like pain mildly in their abdomen after birth. And if they've had some stitches in the vagina, they can be a little bit sore. And if they've had a caesarean, then they will generally have some pain in the area of the wound. So they will have tablets to help with that pain. With stitches, vaginal stitches usually take seven to 10 days to dissolve. They don't need to be removed. And they can be a little bit painful in this time, but gradually by two weeks, most people feel that they can walk fairly normally and feel pretty normal in terms of those stitches. And for a caesarean, that's a little bit longer. So the caesarean wound usually takes about four weeks to feel comfortable. And people have, people have tablets such as Nurofen and Panadol to help with that in the first couple of weeks. People usually say, I still look pregnant. And that's pretty normal because after the baby's come out, the uterus is still quite big and people have got stretched skin from being pregnant. And so that has got to subside and get smaller. And that often takes three to four weeks to come down to a flatter abdomen. But our bodies are still recovering over the first six to nine months. And we'll talk in a minute about exercise as well to help with that recovery. Um, as well as that, there's changes in the breast. So if people are breastfeeding, then putting the baby on the breast stimulates the milk production. And most people will get milk production after a, a couple of days of breastfeeding, but not immediately. And Perry, what can women expect to feel after a Caesar? So we talked a bit about pain and pain relief, which is just with tablets. After women have had a Caesar, then usually they start drinking water and have food a few hours later and then normal meal the next day. They have a catheter in their bladder. So that means they don't have to get up to go to the toilet and that comes out the next day. They also have a drip with some fluid in the arm, which usually goes just for the first sort of eight hours or overnight if it's a night time. With bowels, usually people take a few days to open their bowels and we often give some tablets to help with softening the bowels. And then in terms of getting up and about, people are able to get up the next day, have a shower, go to the toilet as normal. But because it's a big operation, then people are encouraged to rest as much as possible in the first, particularly the first week. One of the most popular questions we get asked is, will the baby be separated from parents in hospital? No, well, with a the proviso there, the only time that a baby will be separated from both, both parents is if they have to go to the special care nursery because they have got a medical issue. 
And often parents will request that the baby is looked after in the well nursery, which is a nighttime sort of babysitting service in the postnatal ward, so that the midwives there look after the baby for a couple of hours while the baby is asleep. Nothing happens to the baby. They don't do any tests on the baby without parents being there. The, that is just so that the parents can get some rest when they're exhausted after having had a baby. And what are some of the things that our parents learn whilst in hospital? Oh, the, the midwives are great at teaching all the things that you know to look after a ba- need to know to look after a baby. So breastfeeding or bottle feeding, they will teach you about attaching to the breast, how often to feed, if you are bottle feeding, how much to feed, how to check if it looks like a baby's had enough to eat. They will teach you how to change nappies and dress the baby and hold the baby. And with sleeping, how to wrap the baby to encourage good settling and safe sleeping. So sleeping on the back and, and how to reduce the chance of any injury to the baby while the baby is asleep. And they'll teach you also how to um, bathe the baby and in general, of course, how to care for yourself, your body, how to wash yourself when you've had stitches, for example, the medication and the food, all of that will be covered by midwives and by us doctors in the hospital. And whilst my baby and I are in hospital, what are some of the tests and examinations that might occur? So that, so like I said before, that the baby will always stay with the parents unless there's any issue. Um, So with the feeding and sleeping, the baby will be in your room and be looked after by you. They will have a routine paediatric review. So a paediatrician will come and do an examination of the baby to check that it doesn't um, sound like the baby, for example, has a heart murmur or a dislocated hip. They check a whole lot of things which are routinely ticked off in a little, little booklet that you take home. The, it is routine for babies to be to have a heel prick test. So that's a test that is offered to all parents for their baby to be checked for inherited um, genetic conditions, including cystic fibrosis. The, that test will only be done with your consent as a parent. Um, babies are also encouraged to have a hearing test so one of the staff members will come around and do a routine test which just involves playing some noises to the baby and some headphones and checking for their response it doesn't hurt the baby there's no needles involved and the baby will have routine weighing so when it's born and then a couple of days after birth and then before it goes home to make sure that it's growing appropriately and they'll also measure the baby's length and the head circumference then most parents will choose to have a routine vaccination with hepatitis B and an injection of, of vitamin K, which reduces bleeding into a baby's a newborn baby's brain. But again, none of those things would happen without the parents, without you signing and consenting to those procedures. And the last thing that's happening at the moment is a really great thing. There's a thing called Gen V, which is a huge study on all of the babies that are born in Victoria in a two-year period and if you consent to be part of the study it means that 
the baby will be followed in terms of if it develops any medical conditions or anything anything to do with the baby to see if there are there are things in the future that we can learn about how to look after babies and prevent illness better but again that's just with your consent now francis perry offer what we call the hyatt uh, parenting program who is eligible to go to this most women are eligible to go unless medically they're not appropriate and that might be, for example, a baby that's very small and needs some further observation in the hospital or a preterm baby, or if women have had a complicated birth, such as with a postpartum hemorrhage and need some further observation. Sometimes people elect not to go to the Hyatt as well. The Hyatt is a lovely place to recover. So usually people have two nights in the hospital and two nights in the Hyatt. So it's sort of a bit of a step down see how you manage with a little bit less input but there's midwives over there they will help you with breastfeeding support and normal postpartum care but it's just a little bit quieter and the rooms are a bit more luxurious and a bit bigger than in the hospital who can visit whilst at francis perry at the moment people can have two women can have two visitors which includes their partner in a 24-hour period it was reduced during COVID, but that's sort of the current visiting restrictions. When women are discharged and go home from hospital, what kind of support is out there for them? So the hospital advises the maternal and child health nurse in your suburb or in your area that you've had a baby. And then that maternal and child health nurse will contact you to make an appointment to see you so they have you will have a routine appointment with the maternal and child health nurse at week one week two week four week eight and then ongoing to check that the baby and you are recovering fine at any time though you can call the midwives or the doctors at ogcg for any concerns if you've got concerns with or need help with breastfeeding then people often see a lactation consultant in our rooms, we've got Amber Hart, and there are also lactation consultants who are attached to the hospital and attached to the community health centres. If you have an issue which is related to something that is not obstetric, then most people will see their gen general practitioner, you know, so, such as a cold. And also, if you have mastitis, usually people see their GP in the first instance. Um, if sometimes people need other support such as perinatal mental health support and you can call us and be linked into those services if needed. Now what are some concerns or reasons why women should contact us or call OGCG? Well you should definitely call us if you're worried about anything because sometimes you think oh well I don't know whether I should be worried about that but if you don't know then you should call. The common things that we get called about are bleeding so if you think that bleeding is heavy, unusual, give us a call. If you're worried about your stitches or your caesarean section wound, for example, if they look red or they are increasingly painful or if you've got any bleeding coming from your wound. And just anything, anything you need further direction with, just give us a call. And if we're not the right people to talk to, we'll put you on to the right people. After having a baby, when can women return to normal activities? So having a baby and being pregnant 
puts um, a strain on the body and people do have to let their bodies recover. So whether you've had a vaginal birth or a caesarean, then it takes about six weeks for pregnancy hormone levels to fall in the body. And in that time, you still have weakened ligaments, which means you're more likely to injure yourself if you overdo things like lifting and vigorous exercise. And also your pelvic floor is still recovering and your abdominal wall, the muscles separate during pregnancy and need to come back closer together. So for the first six weeks, then it's recommended that the only lifting you do is that of your baby. You should avoid lifting heavy things, including heavy toddlers and and shopping bags and doing heavy housework such as mopping and sweeping. So good excuse to get someone else to do that, I say. And in the first six weeks, it's recommended that you just do pelvic floor exercises and abdominal muscle exercises, which the physios will explain how to do in hospital and walking as far as you feel comfortable. And most people feel like after sort of three to four weeks, they can walk pretty normally for half an hour and by six weeks feel essentially normal. After six weeks, when we see you in the clinic here for your six week check, then we check the pelvic floor muscles and check abdominal muscles and talk to you about what further exercise you can do. But at that point, most people can return to having sex, um, Pilates, yoga, swimming, weights in the gym, but until three months shouldn't do any impact exercise like running or aerobics or dancing. Sometimes people choose to see a physiotherapist for extra support and teaching of pelvic floor exercises and abdominal muscle support. Now, when we come to visit at six weeks postpartum, what is covered in that particular visit? Well, we love to see your baby, but you don't have to bring your baby because then we can have a cuddle. But generally, we're really just assessing you. The baby should go and see a paediatrician or a GP around that time for a routine check. So we talk to you about how you're going mentally, how you're coping with being a new parent, talk about your physical recovery, your bleeding should have stopped by six weeks. Is your bladder working okay, your bowels working? Have you had any issues with your breastfeeding or mastitis? We talk about exercise, what you're allowed to do, what you should be encouraged to do. We talk about what vitamins that you should be taking. And we have a good discussion about contraception, so how to prevent getting pregnant again if you don't want to get pregnant straight away. Most people would like a little bit of a gap if they're planning another baby. And if you're due for your cervical screening test, then we would do that or plan that. And then for some people, specific recommendations might be made. For example, if someone had preeclampsia or gestational diabetes, then we might talk about what special things might need to be done in the following year and planning before any subsequent pregnancies. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation with Dr Perry Dyson. Dr Perry Dyson offers a range of services here at the OGCG rooms in North Melbourne. So if you'd like to get in contact, please give us a call on 03 9329 668. Thank you.